Okay, so we're going to start. So this is episode nine, I believe, of the Buzz and Baltimore podcast. And we are here at Wicked Sisters in Hamden. We're here with Carrie Pottles and Lori Jurdy, who make up C Squared, which is a restaurant group that owns a ton of really successful bars and restaurants in Baltimore. And thank you guys for being on the podcast. Thank Thanks you. for having us. Appreciate it. It's the busy time of year in December when no one has time for anything, so I especially appreciate it. Um, but I wanted to have you guys on because you, so they are responsible for Alexander's Tavern, Poppy's Tacos, Huck's American Craft, and now Wicked Sisters. Am I missing no. any? Okay. Nope, that's, that's it. Probably, that's probably plenty, right? <laughs> that's enough. Um, and I think a lot of... You know, those are such beloved spaces in the city, and I don't think a lot of people are aware that they're all owned by and run by this the state management group. So I thought it would be really cool to talk to you guys about the secrets behind your success. Um, so maybe if you could each start by talking about your background in the the food and beverage industry and how you know what got you into it and and you know why you why you decided to stay. Uh, well, this is Carrie, and I started I think busing tables when I was 16. So I've always I mean, I've been in this industry longer than I haven't. Yeah. But I've also had other careers, graphic designer, art director, personal trainer. I mean, like, so I've oh tried everything, but it just it kept coming back to this, and this is what I love. So when I had an opportunity to open a restaurant with Charlie, we we tried. Yeah. And so Charlie's your brother-in-law. Yeah. Gotcha. Married okay. Lord. Gotcha. <laughs> um, and so you just, obviously, Charlie has his own passion and experience in the food business um and he's been doing it for a very very long time right yes uh, 26 years yeah yeah and so this opportunity that first one was alexander's yeah. for you guys so how did that kind of how did that first concept come about charlie had just closed all his restaurants and so he was ready to do something and I, at that point i was an insurance producer realizing that wasn't my future so we started talking and we just came up with the idea. Alexander's my son, so mm. we named it after him. Gotcha. He was five then, now he's 5'11". And he's <laughs> <laughs> Way taller than you. over me. But yeah. um, I don't know, we just, I worked at Mother's for nine years before that. So we kind of took the feel of Mother's, but then took some of Charlie's more fine dining experience mm-hmm. and kind of melded the two to open an upscale tavern. Right. And so for you, so I know that, Lori, you're not, you weren't very involved, or you were, I'm sure, involved with Alexander's because it was your, your husband and your sister opening it together. Um, so so how was that? Because I know, um, you know, Charlie has all this experience with Spike and Charlie's, and were you like, oh, geez, we're going back into the, the bar restaurant business again, or was it, was it an exciting time for you? Well, no, it was definitely expected. It was where he belonged. He is a... Um he is, he's been doing this for such a long time. He wanted to get back into the business. He just didn't want to be in fine dining. Right. So he really was looking forward to opening the bar with Carrie. And it was just their personalities melded and it started Alexander's. Yep. So, and the concept was really this to keep it kind of casual and to do less fine dining. And I, I feel like Alexander's might have been one of the first places recently to even like dedicate a whole floor to, to games. Um, so was that was that a conscious choice from you guys to really yeah. have that fun floor we upstairs? Yeah, space and we both were both pretty competitive people that like to play games and win. Yeah. <laughs> so we kind of envisioned this whole people coming to do that and like, you know, challenging each other. Because we had the Wii, we had darts, we have shuffleboard, beer pong. Right. <laughs> and it was kind of the time when like we and Guitar Hero were super popular, yeah. right? And everyone was, I mean, I feel like every house party I went to, everyone was playing that. 
So what, what year did Alexander's open again? 2007. 2007. So how did you feel about sort of the, the uh, food and, and beverage scene in Baltimore in, in 2007? What was it What was it like then? It was a lot more simple then. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Alexander's, we had a casual bar where you could come to every day. And I don't want to say cheers, but it was a little cheers-esque. Yeah. You know, like everybody knew your name. Like we have multiple people that met and got married after hanging out with each other. That's awesome. Yeah. Like I think five or six couples. That's so that cool. I know about. Um, Would, has any of them had like their reception? Yeah, they've come there too? in oh, and nice. they've had parties, you know, wedding, either pre or post. But I don't know. It, it, we wanted nicer food and a casual atmosphere. And but at that point, like there were no drink menus, there were no mixologists. There was just right. people ordered Captain and Coke and drank a Miller Lite. And it was much, you know, microbrews were just starting to come out. Like I remember. You know, thinking it wouldn't even last. That's so funny. <laughs> you were like, this, this is just a thing. phase. Right. But, um, but we, you know, we caught on. It caught on. And we started, we have 60 microbrews now. And, wow. you know, we rotate one keg of beer. You know, it's off. And then we put a new one on. So we're just constantly, there's so many microbrews now. And we want to represent as many as possible. We only have 10 taps, so it's difficult. But yeah, we it's... do the best we can. And we have about 60 bottles. Nice. I know it's getting to the point where like that tap space is so high in demand. It's like, it's crazy. Um, And how do you go about sort of choosing your your next concepts? Um, And maybe you can speak for Charlie too, like how you guys sort of say, okay, now we're going to do a Mexican taco joint. Like how does, how does that come after? Mexican kind of came from, well, Charlie had been eyeing up the space that they're in now for a while. And, um, we had Tuesday night taco dinners with his dad. And um, so he said, I want to do a taco place. His dad ended up passing away, so he finally got the space and then called it Poppy's after his dad. Is so that what he called of... his dad? Poppy? Or... No, but it Poppy's his dad or Papa's Poppy's means dad. Yeah, yeah, in Spanish. Yeah. No, that's very sweet. So that though. kind of was how that happened. But he was, um, we just couldn't really find any good Mexican food in Fells Point. Yeah. And, I mean, there was Nacho Mamas in Canton, which was great, but he just really, he talked Carrie into it, I think. It took a little doing. Oh, well, you know, we yeah. like the idea. I mean, there is a ton of Mexican in Fells Point, but, you know, three blocks down the road, there wasn't anything in our main drag. Right. Yes, yes. And there's a difference, too, I think, for, like, I love on your menu how you can get stuff gringo style, and, you know, sometimes you just really want that sort yeah, of... Yeah, we thought that was fun. tex Mexi <laughs> sort of thing, because obviously there's, like, the authentic Latin food, but that is a little bit different than if someone wants to go, you know, watch a game and get a taco yeah. and have a margarita. Um, so, and, and I think poppies seem to be successful, like, right off the bat. That was my impression. Did you guys feel like that, too? Was Were you surprised at how well it was doing? That was our most successful open of any of them. Because wow. it was busy from the start. Because yeah. I think it's small size. It creates, you're always full. Right. You know, it just, and then people want to get in. So they'll wait or, you know, they'll go to another bar and wait till we text them so they can come back. But but the food is The really food good. is delicious. Faith, our chef who invented the menu, I mean, she knocked it out of the park. She really, these recipes are amazing. I, I think it introduced a lot of things to people like the elotes and the, yeah. um, I don't know, even your like queso dip is so good. Like things that seem really simple, um, you guys do really well. well. They went with that whole street food concept, which right. really wasn't, hadn't caught on yet either at the time. So it was a little different. Yeah, it was like right ahead of the curve. It seems like you guys are almost like right ahead of the curve for like everything, 
which I mean may might be part of the reason why things do so well. Um, but I, I I don't know. And and as far as um, the drink menu of Poppies goes, it seems like you guys were doing sort of you know the spicy margaritas and and those kind of things that weren't everywhere quite yet too. Um, so I don't know if that was an intentional thing that you worked with for your bar program or... We wanted it to be a fun menu where you could get, you know, a variety of things. You weren't stuck ordering just a margarita, but you could get, you know, fun versions of a margarita. Right, right. And how have you kind of seen um, the Fells Point neighborhood change considering you have two businesses there? I mean, from 2007 to now, is it does it feel like a different neighborhood to you guys it does it's older I feel like everyone has kind of grown Mm -hmm. you know as we've grown you know people are older and they're still people still live there a lot of people have moved to the county with families but the people that have stayed I mean they're great they're regulars you know they're always around um but it's I feel like a lot of more businesses have opened there's a lot of construction and a lot of places are opening up right kind of doing the same thing so it's made it a lot more difficult Competition-wise. Competition, which is good because, you know, the more businesses, the more people that come. But, you know, it's kind of, it's much more business-heavy than it was, I think. Right. It seems like there. during the, like, when I'm walking around Fells Point during the day now, it's so crowded. Like, on a Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. And, I, I mean, it was always kind of like that, but now it's it's crazy. You go down there and you're just like, I can't even move. It's... <laughs> it's Nuts, which I guess is great for, for business. Um, and the new hotel coming in, do you think that's going to affect? Sort I think of, it's going to be great. Yeah. I think it's going to bring a new, you know, a new style of business and hotel, obviously, to the area and different right. different customers, a different view. Yeah. A little more, maybe more sophisticated clientele. Yeah, possibly. I mean, we'll see, but... Hopefully they still like shuffleboard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, and then came the concept of Hux, which, Lori, I knew is kind of when you jumped in a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Why, why that concept, and why did you feel passionate about it? Um, well, it was more about timing as far as adding a third bar, and it was a good time for me to transition out of what I was doing, which was the world of furniture, which okay. was fun, but I had had enough, and they were going to need some help because Hux and Wicked Sisters kind of came to us at the exact same time. Wow. It overwhelmed us all at once. Oh, man. And the all Ameri- we didn't really have a theme when we picked up the bar, so that was sort of a brainstorming idea, but I'll let Carrie talk about that because she kind of brainstorm that one she's got she and charlie are really good with the creative fun ideas and that, that, i think that's why hux was well. really as simple as we just did mexican street food we wanted to do american street food and yeah. that kind of went from there and they were yeah. like why don't we represent the cities and, blah, 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 and make it all american and no but i think it's really <laughs> smart i mean you're acting like it's like an obvious choice but i mean no one had done it here before and i remember sitting down and seeing the menu and i was like holy shit, like Texas Rito pie and like, I mean, all these like amazing dishes that, you know, if you travel around the country. Um, Lori and I like to take vacations and eat food. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <It was> really <laughs> different <laughs> research for that one. Did you draw from specific vacations you guys had taken? Mm, no. We went to New York. Yeah. And we saw some stuff there. And then Vegas is a fun favorite. Yeah. Yardbirds yeah. in Las Vegas, <laughs> right, as we were designing the concept. And we went in there and we were like, oh my gosh, like this is a lot of the southern comfort food. Some of it was, it just sort of clicked. It was just, I don't know, just kind of. Yeah, it was a nice, I mean, that's that's a good concept. Because we started yeah. out southern, but then I think we started, we pulled it back to all American. And yeah, we're, we went all over the country for this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And was then like the idea to go into Brewers Hill was that intentional because you had seen that or was that it just the space had come up and we were actually this all started because 
I would drive through Towson to go to work, and I said, let's put a Poppy's Tacos in Towson, and we couldn't find the right spot. So then our broker had this spot that he was a part owner of and showed it to us, and we just sort of fell in love with it. And I think our our biggest challenge there is just location because mm-hmm. it's off the beaten path in a neighborhood, um, but it's a great space. It really it, has become a really comfortable, good atmosphere. Do you think it's a lot of like neighborhood people that just kind of walk yeah, there? Definitely. Yeah. We that's... just we just had a customer that came in from Bel Air. He and his wife. They came in on a Saturday night right after Thanksgiving. It was a slower just because of the weekend. And he's like, I had never heard of this. I just found out about it, and I can't wait to come back. You know, um, but it just, you know, we just have to figure out a way to bring people in. Yeah. No, I think. Away. I mean, I think Hux to me feels like, at least I I only had dinner at Wicked Sisters once, so I'm a little biased, but Hux feels very (laughs) of the moment. Like, it feels like that's the kind of bar that people want to be hanging out at right now. It's got, it's got a great beer list, right? You guys have a lot Mm -hmm. of good micro brews and um, you're doing really fun cocktails. Like I had the grown up root beer float when I was there, which I was like, this is amazing. Um, So that to me feels like that that's the kind of bar that people are, are craving now. It's comfortable, it's reasonably priced, the food is really good, like the food's really comfortable comforting and good and um but there's still like a really nice drink selection. Um so I, I feel like I mean, if you have all of that, like people will come and um it seems like that would make sense. Is Hux kind of do you do you feel like you're drawn to one more than the other or just whatever you're currently working on? Do you have favorites? Is that crazy to ask? Alexander's is my baby. I mean, yeah, literally after my yeah, right. literally he's my son, and it was our first one. And I mean, it took a while for us Alexander's to take off. So that was a lot of blood, sweat, and tears that went into that one. I mean, three years of just working nonstop, and then you know I bartended also at that point. Right. But um, I would bartend double Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday. So probably some literal blood, sweat, and tears yeah. at, at that point. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that one means the most to me because it was hard work. Right. That got Alexander's off the ground. Right. And the other ones have kind of come, and they've been hard work also. But um, Do you feel like momentum has built with each one, and, and it, a little bit. it helps I to be Wicked like, from Sisters the owners was, of yeah. Poppies and Alexander's comes... <laughs> I think yeah. Wicked Sisters um, had a little bit of that momentum because it was our fourth, and and the space is famous. McCabe's, everybody loved McCabe's, and everybody's excited to see what we were going to do with it. Right, Camden, and I think being the new it spot for restaurants, it really people just had their eye on it for a long time. Yeah. So it really it, it took off quickly. McCabe's was we weren't ready for it. Oh, I'm sure McCabe's was pretty well known too. I mean, that's pretty big shoes to fill as far as people's nostalgia and the burgers and the memories. And I know that um, you've done a lot to sort of pay homage to that on the menu. And and can you talk about you know why maybe that was important for you guys? It had it just had a huge um, fan base, so to say, and people just loved it here, and it was here for so long. I even spoke with the uh, the first owner, Chip Miller, when we first took the space over. He wanted the sign back. And just that phone call itself, that it meant so much to him to have the sign, and the people loved it. It, it just, we wanted to really say, you know, when you come back, we don't want to be, the space is completely different, but the menu is. We wanted to respect what yes. they had built. Right. Because we understand what that's like, yes. you know, and then to have to close it down, I mean, I'm sure it was heartbreaking, so... We get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're, you're restaurant people, too. Um, so talk about the name Wicked Sisters. I'm assuming it's for the two of you. Um, yeah, that's Carrie. Carrie I just came up with it one day. I don't 
<laughs> but is it because of you guys being sisters and opening it together, or did you just kind of like the the way that it sounded? Yeah, us being sisters. Um, I don't know. I think I was maybe even listening to Twisted Sister or something. <laughs> and I was like, oh, really? Man. I didn't know you to <laughs> I don't even know what came on the radio, but like, um, we just tweaked it a little. We had to talk Charlie into it because yeah, he, he was, was not like, crazy about it. Wait a minute. What's my name? I want my name in so there. So we call it, like, what do you call him? Wicked Mister? He, I call him a Wicked Mister. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I like that. So what was sort of the idea and the concept behind Wicked Sisters? It seems maybe a little fancier than what you guys have done in the past. I think the area kind of calls for that a Mm -hmm. little bit um, with the clientele. And I think they are expecting, you know, a nicer, nicer dinner. I mean, I think there's so many places to eat on the avenue that are just amazing. You know, we kind of wanted to be able to, yeah, Mm -hmm. we wanted to be able to compete. Um... We, we started out thinking, oh, let's just do a fun tavern-like place, sort of like AT. But the place, we didn't even really have a design in mind when we started. We just let it kind of happen as we went. And it just turned out the way it, it did. And, it, and then we hired our executive chef who brought in this other menu that sort of, this menu that also pulled up the, the whole concept a little bit to a more towards fine dining. It's, although we're not fine dining in any right. way. But people want to come out into a cozy atmosphere and not spend a lot of money, but still have that experience. And Charlie said one day, well, I guess I'm back in fine dining. So, you know. It's funny. It's, the full circle aspect is yeah. kind of funny. I just love walking around and meeting people. And yeah. And the people that were here before, the new people. Yeah. Know. And you're, so you mentioned your background in furniture design. Mm-hmm. So um, when you're building these places, I mean, there's, it's so beautiful, Wicked Sisters, for oh, anyone that you. hasn't been, um, you know, the, the lighting details and the exposed brick and all that stuff. Um, did you build any of these pieces or help, like, how was, what was your involvement as a designer? Um, well, all of the tables are handmade by a local um, wood builder, Joshua Crown. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so they, they have um, their authentic wood. The, um, the cladding on the bar on the first floor and the wall, that is all from um, a row home that's 100 years old, uh, Baltimore row home. He uses real wood, um, you know... The floors here on the second floor were all brought in from an actual warehouse. And you can tell they got yep. some scuff and some these, character. These old, old floors. <laughs> they, um, if they could talk, right? <laughs> they didn't come from here. They came from a warehouse. So everything cool. that was brought back in did have a bit of the air of authenticity to it. Oh, there's Charlie now. He can come say hi if he wants. <laughs> this doesn't have to be a girls only yeah. podcast. Yeah, he was a little jealous. He didn't like the <laughs> entire the most entertaining. Now. You guys ready for me? Hi, hi. <laughs> Charlie. Pull up a stool. Oh my God, look at this. I know. It's like people call it my like 1940s <laughs> Edward R. Murrow-esque. The day the world came my one guy, one friend I was interviewing, he goes, boom, 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 like the NBC thing. Um, anyway, I'm Jess. Nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you. <laughs> um, so we kind of just went through the whole repertoire of all of your all of your bars and restaurants, and I was saying that I think a lot of people might not realize that they're all owned by you guys. You know, a fan of Poppies or who might be a fan of Hucks um, might not realize the connection, but there's certainly some kind of like secret to success that you guys have going on. You've found that balance of like good bar, great food, comfortable, casual. I think I'm going to interrupt for one second. Sure. <laughs> You're talking to my husband. I didn't get one. <laughs> no, no, not I one answer. Like, I'll be back. Because they, no, they've kept it like 
who they are in real. And I mean, what you see is what you get, and that's just how they are. So now you take it, sweetie. I don't know what to say. Well, I know uh, they were sort of saying you you wanted to stray away from fine dining because that's what your background had and been. And now you're back. And here I am. <laughs> Doing it and Wicked Sisters is probably on the fancier end of all of the current bars, right? Yeah, this is definitely very close to fine dining, although we still am fighting to make it not fine dining. People want us to get cloth napkins, and I'm that's, I think, my last, our last stand. Uh, last straw. Right yeah. yeah. <laughs> if we go to cloth napkins, then we're officially fine dining, where we're not going to do that. That's like, yeah, if I can't put my gum in my napkin on my lap, then, yeah. it's like, then I know I'm at a really nice restaurant. Yeah. Right? You can chew gum here and spit it out. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the, the, you know, the different places all have their own personality, and we've put our personality on it, but because they're such different concepts, it is hard to tell that they're all owned by the same group. Um, but yeah, I mean, our, our thing is, you said it right, is just that we like, you know, I like people to walk into Alexander's and think, oh, it's just a regular old bar, but then they get their food and they're like, wait a minute, the food's a lot better than an average bar would totally. serve. Those tots, I mean, <laughs> you guys were killing the tot game before it became popular, I feel like. Yeah, we've, uh, yeah we jumped on the tot bandwagon and <laughs> led the charge. You really did. You can check out our tot counter at Alexander's. Over three million sold. <laughs> oh, I, I did not know that. That's a lot of tots. <laughs> we have a counter that actually counts the tots as we sell them. That's awesome. It's like, yeah, 3.6 million right now. So I'll ask yeah, you the same tot. question I asked Carrie, which <laughs> I didn't know if it would be difficult to answer. Do you have a favorite or is it like picking children or? Yeah. I have a favorite child too, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> I hope um, <laughs> Actually, you know, it's funny. I think Huck's is my favorite, and that's the smallest kind of, you know, off the beaten path of all of them. But I love that menu. I think the menu is awesome. The concept is awesome. The concept's so great. And, uh, you know, I was sitting there the other day. I was I was sitting at a table doing work on my laptop, and this group of six guys came in, and they were just, like, hanging out, and they were ordering. They were all into it. The one guy had apparently been before, and he's kept, he was saying, like, we got to try this, we got to try this. And then one guy turned to him and said, this place is awesome. It would be packed if it was anywhere else. <laughs> Like, You're like, yeah, that's yeah. a compliment. Uh, yeah, that little backhanded compliment. But it, yeah, it seems like the kind of place that gets the neighborhood folks, but maybe not that bigger. Yeah, I mean, people race. aren't going to travel from Federal Hill to, to go there. I mean, I wish they would. Even though they should. This is yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, it's it's a really clever menu, and it's. I mean, I don't think you're going to find, like, a, a Frito pie anywhere else in the city that's that good. Or, I mean, that I, the grown-up root beer flow was a couple things that had stuck out for me that were just so delicious. Yeah, um, I think the cheese curds, to me, or the buffalo cheese curds are the game-changer there. But right, right, again, where else are you going to find those? I mean, it's, it you know, not every place can just have that sa- the same menu, and you guys perfected it. Um, and then uh, the food concept for Wicked Sisters, I know you said a chef came in and kind of, it just seemed, it felt right for the space. So what sort of is the food concept here, if you could describe <laughs> Didn't it? Even know it. <laughs> I feel like we wanted, to, we started out wanting to do simple ingredients, just prepared really well, like honest food. Um, right. And Which I is think, sort of what it is. It is, but like, that doesn't really describe the items on it, like how that came up, about. Upscale tavern, maybe. Right. Um, but you can have a nice, like, dinner food. Yeah, you know, but um, burgers are selling more than anything. Is it because of the McCabe's <laughs> thing, you think? I don't People know. are missing the McCabe's burger? The funniest and... thing of all is literally 10 years ago when we opened Alexander's Tavern, we billed it as upscale tavern food. 
And now that's just tavern food. I don't think that our food hasn't changed, but I think people's perception of upscale tavern food has changed. Yeah. It just keeps getting yeah. higher and higher. And now we're like, well, now that there's Yelp and yeah. social media and oh, yeah. Instagram <laughs> and everyone's, you know, thinking that they're like a culinary expert or a yeah, you got food a critic or yeah. Small businesses' worst nightmare. <laughs> so. Do you, learning tool. Do you guys care about Yelp though? Do you look at it? Does it's it, hard not oh, to. Yeah. Um, it comes right to my phone. So as soon as does I, it really? Facebook too. I get two of them. She gets two of them. I get Alexander's and Poppy's. Mm-hmm. She gets Huck's and Wicked So sisters. I see them right away. So if I'm enjoying nice dinner and you get that bad review, you're like, blah, you know, it's, <sighs> but it's there. But we, we, we do our best to respond and try to and, and always react to it on our end. Right. It's just hard always. always being under a spot. Like, you know, mm-hmm. and we always have been, you know. Pleasing customers is what we do and, you know, what we strive to do, but now it's... The tough part is determining how reliable the source is. Like, if you Mm -hmm. get reviewed in a newspaper, you're pretty sure that the person better be somewhat knowledgeable in what they're doing. But you can get reviewed by anybody that doesn't understand Mexican food, like at Poppy's, where somebody was saying our tacos were tiny and that they were special... You have to special order tacos that small, the tortillas that small, and I'm like... What is this person talking about? So like, yeah. So you know, some of it like food is right. Like we had at the beginning of Poppies, we had guacamole that wasn't really like that great, and we saw several reviews on Yelp that said that, and so we picked that out. We said, all right, that's obviously a concern and a valid one, and we should address it. And then you just get people that have a bad experience. I mean, you're serving three hundred dinners a night. They can't all be perfect. Somebody's not going to be happy, and then unfortunately, it's the unhappy people that seem to. You know, gravitate towards those sites. So, and you never know who might have a weird grudge or right. who might have a Ex-employees loyalty. Love to get on Yelp. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. So that's that <laughs> all goes with it too. I feel like, um, but it seems like Wicked Sisters has been getting a lot of good buzz. Um, just anecdotally that I've heard, um, and it seems like. I mean, do you guys feel like it's packed every night and? Business is booming. Yeah, and business is booming. Yeah. I'm barely keeping up. <laughs> wow. I guess that's a good problem to have. Yeah, that's a great problem. It's a lot easier to fix the problems we have than trying to get people through the door. So it's, you know, we do, we've got a lot of work to do. But yeah, the business part is, is there. We're thankful. That's awesome. Do you think it's a testament to, to the neighborhood and the location or, you know, maybe to the things that you guys have done in your past that people are... I think it helps when you drag out your construction for a year (laughs) because then everybody's talking what's going to happen in there. People keep hearing about it. Yeah, I mean, construction was so on on schedule, but they kept telling me to slow it down. (laughs) Yeah, because that's that's no big deal to slow it down, right? It opened up in April. Yeah, right? (laughs) To create a lot of buzz here. So that helped. And then I guess, you know, the funny thing is McCabe's, I had no idea. I mean, I'd come here before, but I never knew the insane following it had of like, you know, Half the people I talked to were like, oh, my caves, I love that place. I used to have a burger there. I used to have the crab cake, but mostly the burger. The burger. And so that helps thing. a lot because people are like, you know, a lot. we've had a lot of people, tons of people come in and they're like, now this is where, and you can't even tell where the old dining room and the bar are anymore, right, really. It, yeah, it's totally different. Yeah. So people are always trying to figure it out and we're give, we should make a little map to show them where it used to be. But so that helped a lot having McCabe's as, you know, what we were before. And I think it was a big spot for people to come watch, like the Orioles games, right? Uh, I feel like it was a, just a very kind of neighborhoody bar. Um, so I'm sure you get a lot of ex regulars coming in. And yeah, our uh, host, one of our hosts, her his parents came in here all the time, and 
So there's definitely a lot of people that used to make it their, their spot. That's really cool. Um, and so do you guys have anything planned at any of the bars, restaurants for the holidays or anything coming up that you wanted to plug as far as like events or... For New Year's. For New Year's. <laughs> for New Year's. Alexander's, um, Poppies and Huck's are all having, for $60 a ticket, you get a buffet. Um, at Alexander's, we're having karaoke. It's open oh, bar. Nice. Um, it's 9 to 1, and then that ticket's interchangeable at any of the locations. Oh, that's so smart. Here. Not here. Not right. with the sisters. Right. But. Yeah, that would be a little a little far away. <laughs> no, but that's awesome. You could start your night off with, Yeah, and you then know. you can go to any of the three and get the open bar till 1. Yeah, that's really and each smart. buffet, know that. Each buffet is a little <laughs> bit unique to each location. Yeah. So. Can, and then karaoke. I mean, who doesn't like karaoke? Um, I, I mean, I don't. Personally, Most love people it. Do. I do. I do. I mean, if you don't like watching it, at least it's, yeah, it's fun to watch. Super fun. So After a few drinks, I love it. Oh my god, me too. I like to watch it. I just actually don't do it. Yeah, you guys should do a trio of oh, like C squared trio situation. No? There is one person, and I think our families combined that can sing, and that's our youngest daughter, and that's it. We'll get her up there then, yeah. maybe. She's our last chance. <laughs> Um, how is it working with family, by the way? I mean, I'm sure that might be a question you got a lot. <laughs> but do you feel like maybe it's easier because you know each other so well and you can just kind of get stuff off your chest rather than being like, oh, I don't really know how to approach this person with this issue? Or For me, per- this is Lori, personally, like it's easier than I thought it would be. Um, I understand now like what he comes home with every day and I say, oh my gosh, how have you done this for 25 years? And right. you know, I think Carrie, holy cow, have you done, you know, it's, 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 I go home by myself so I can like leave them. Yeah. Like, I don't know how they do it. Yeah. Yeah. The best is like Thanksgiving before Carrie, uh, Lori was involved, Carrie and I would, Carrie would come over for Thanksgiving and we were like, we're not going to talk about work. And then literally we're like, coming to turkey, we're like can you believe that four top last night? I couldn't like, get their wine. Stop? And you're probably like, I don't want to hear it anymore. Yeah, yeah, she like, made a rule we weren't allowed to talk about it so, so then now, we would just go to other rooms <laughs> we go get yeah. a wine <laughs> talk about it oh my gosh that's yeah. so funny no, it, it's actually it's for me personally easier than I thought it would be and actually it's, I think brought Carrie and I closer. we go on vacation together I mean we do yeah. I mean it's like there's no there's no break <laughs> right <Yeah. laughs> and I guess Charlie you've always worked with family in some way or another from working with your brother and now you're working with your wife and your sister-in-law so it might just be yeah. par for the course for you I'm used to it yeah um, yeah, me and my brother, where it was funny because we were back of the house, front of the house, so it was kind of separate, and we had our own little domains. Right. Um, but here, you know, we're all out front, so it's a little different. But uh, it works. I mean, there's a definite dynamic to it, and that's why you see it a lot of places that, you know, a lot of family-run restaurants, and you have your moments just like any business partners would. But I guess it gives it a little bit more, you know, you have a little more bond there that you can get through a tough time and be like, instead of just totally freaking out you can say all right you know it's you know it's a family member let's get through this kind of thing right i remember i interviewed um two brothers who worked together and they said well if it if i didn't really know him that well like i might think twice about calling him an asshole but i've called him an asshole a bunch of times so might as well just get it out off my chest to begin with and then the fight's done and over with rather than you don't want to let it fester let it fester (laughs) exactly um and i don't know how much you guys can speak to this but are you planning on keeping opening restaurants is this is for a great number for now are you now no glory covering anytime soon four is great for now for now is great for now eventually we want to do more poppies more poppies yeah that i could see that being something that could be like repeated in other neighborhoods and other i think we're reinventing the wheel every time we open a spot and it's it's like 
I've never given birth, but <laughs> I feel like that's what it's like. It's like it's a lot of stress and toil. And For the record, both women's eyebrows are getting higher and higher right Let's now. Let's hear what it's like to give birth. <laughs> yeah. So. And then I went in the room for an hour and everything was fine. Right. It came out. No, I mean, it's just so much work and you like it's it's like, a, you know, getting it all together and getting it out the door is such a process and then you know it takes some time to like really get excited about doing it again so we we, we like every time we do it, we have to come up with the menu and then we're like poppies is set and it would be a you know the the whole concept is pretty much set so we could go into a spot and just we would have the silverware the plates the music everything is all set yeah so we wouldn't have to reinvent that every single Plus, time like who we doesn't been... love mexican i know that's the food i could eat every single day in yeah. mexico i think my old boss said to me when we were talking about finding another spot for poppies, he's like, I don't know, Mexican. People don't really like Mexican, do they? And I'm like, Who what? do you Who hang out you? with? <laughs> yeah. Well, you quit. And imagine yeah. if you could do poppies in like a slightly bigger space. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's so confined. I mean, I'm preaching the choir. I imagine but that every day. Yeah. <laughs> I on a spot, but we can't seem... We're, 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 I, oh my god, yeah, totally we're done. understand. Over. <laughs> <laughs> Before we know, you'll have a new concept open, no, I'm sure. No, 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 no new concept. But we also do catering. Oh, that's cool. We just started catering weddings. I didn't know that. Yeah. So if someone wanted like poppies at their wedding, or can... we do all of them. We, the last wedding we did Alexander's Huck's and Poppies food. That's so, so it's like all, if you can't decide what you want, yeah. you can have it all. You can have it all. <laughs> oh my gosh. And that, that would be so great for people that, you know, live in the neighborhood and just want their wedding to feel like where they would go out to eat normally. Yeah. That's so cool. And that's like all on your website and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, well, the Alexander's and um, Poppy's catering menus are on the websites. Hux okay. is kind of, we're doing it as it's ordered for now. But, gotcha. Um, that's about to get put up as well. Yeah. Um, and I, I really always admired, I feel like, and maybe this is me because I'm always searching for like, oh, what are people doing for St. Patrick's Day so we can write about it for, for the magazine and stuff. But I feel like Alexander's and, and now Poppy's and Huck's, you guys are always doing specials and you're always thinking creatively. And I know that, that must get exhausting to be like, okay, it's flag day. What can we put out? <laughs> you know, that's flag, whatever. That's an exaggeration. But um, is that something that's conscious for you guys to just keep you keep your customers kind of thinking about you and we like to be fun and we have a great management team and like we all are kind of witty in our own ways so like if you put us all in one room we can come up with something yeah, we can come up with special <laughs> for anything. right i'm telling you flag day might be the, the, the next big thing we just brought when it rains we pour back to alexander's oh, which i love that play on words it's like a 10 year anniversary yeah. <laughs> Revisit. Yeah, Brought it back from the archives. Is that so? Has Alexander's been open for ten years. It'll be ten in September. Oh yeah. my so gosh! I guess it's just past nine. nine. But that's crazy. <laughs> and um, I asked them about this too, Charlie. How do, how do you think the food and beverage scene has changed since Alexander's opened its doors? Um, I think for Baltimore, it's gotten way better. You know, I think the competition is crazy good here. Um, you know, I, I was laughing with my brother because. Back when we had Spike and Charlie's, we had a like mixed green salad, and we had, like, you know, we had to order that from a special purveyor. You know, like, mixed green. <laughs> like, now you can go to Seven Eleven and find a mixed green salad. Right, but like right. literally back then, it was always iceberg or romaine, and that was your choices. And and uh, so I think that you know the level of food, like Baltimore, I think in the perception has sort of a nitty gritty blue collar feel to it. But I think the food has you know elevated. You know, just with my brother and hopefully us a little bit. Um, you know, I think that things have gotten, you know, the competition for a higher end food, but not like 
fine dining food is really good. Yeah. yeah. And I almost think there's this movement, and maybe it's just my age group and what we can afford, but a movement away from super, super fancy. And um, it's not everything. It feels so snobby anymore. And because maybe it is because of some something that you guys have done, which is that you can get really good food affordably now and it doesn't you don't have to have the cloth napkins what was or it that just changed in fell's point that was cali's oh, court Kelly's just court. went turned into a tavern right fell's like, point oh, tavern <laughs> and it's but i think that <laughs> that was like a iconic totally fine dining fine dining with the garden and the whole yeah. thing yeah it's a tavern yeah <laughs> it's, it's just interesting yeah. and i i wonder if people are just feeling like a little more casual and that's what the market's wanting and i think there's still there's still a huge market for those high-end uh you know uh uh, you know, the Mortons and the Capitol mm-hmm. Grill and all those, you know, I think they'll, Charleston, you know, there's a spot for those. Um, but I, yeah, definitely feel like there people are, would much rather go out and sometimes just sit at a bar and have a nice steak. Yeah. As opposed to just sit at a bar and eat like a, you know, something from Cisco's truck that, you know, is pre-made. You know, I think that's what we started with Alexander's. That was our whole concept is to have really good bar food. And I think, you know, that's kind of what the city's done in a way too. Yeah, no, it's it's really interesting, but I think it seems like you guys had timed everything just right, and you were ahead of this curve of being a casual place with with really great food. Um, even though now it seems like you're getting fancier and fancier, but I'm sure Charlie has a limit for that, right? <laughs> yeah, no I think we all napkins. do. No clock <laughs> Um Okay, well, that was those kind of all my interview questions, and we had talked about um, maybe doing some holiday wine at the bar or something like that. What do, you, do you want to do a drink or wine? I mean, I'm only going to drink wine if I drink anything. But drink anything. You oh. can drink anything. Well, so now, yeah, all right. That changes everything. That's more up my alley. <laughs> we have to make it? <laughs> Who's bartending? He was downstairs today. You can figure it out. Aiden can make it, right? We yeah. can go downstairs. I didn't know if we were, like, making it on. We can do whatever. I was telling them I've, we've done, like, flights of beer. We've done straight shots of liquor on here. I've She's done cocktails. Free, so. Yeah, no. I was thinking wine could be cool. I mean, that be that would work for me. Yeah. Well, you go- can drink a kombucha tea. I don't drink anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we'll go downstairs and check it out. So now we're in the bar, the upstairs bar at Wicked Sisters. You guys have two bars, which is really cool. Um, is this more for like private parties or just one overflow? This actually, sometimes this is more popular than the downstairs bar and, the, and it flips back and forth. Right so far, we don't know uh, which bar is gonna be the go-to bar. Right okay. now they're both pretty busy. I guess it's still pretty early to tell. Um, and so when you were opening um, Wicked Sisters, did you feel like, okay, we need to have a cocktail menu, it's just, that's kind of where the scene is yeah, right now. Yeah, I mean, now. you absolutely have to have one now. Yeah. And back in the day, I don't think, did we have one when we had it? Wait, it took like four or five years to where, like, I guess we should have a drink menu. <laughs> we had the, you know, we had, we've been doing the crushes basically for, I don't know, eight years there. And that was the first thing we kind of put on paper was the kind of, like, grapefruit, orange crushes. We tried all sorts of crazy watermelon and some other crushes. And so that was pumpkin like pie. pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. How was that? Gross. It's, it's not Good. on the menu. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like that, you know, that's how far. And you know, I don't think I've always said to Justin, who's here now, uh, that 
you know, I don't want to be the kind of place that has like blow torches and they're slapping the basil and you molecular know, molecular gastronomy. Yeah, we don't want yeah, yeah, you yeah. know dry ice and puffs of smoke coming out of our bars, but we want to have good cocktails, and so that's kind of you know we all got together and brainstormed and you know. Carrie's got her. It's we're a good group because we all. Well, Lori doesn't drink at all, so. Well, she. But then she can drive you all home, yeah. right? She's right. the designated nice driver. <laughs> Carrie's got a. You know, she has a. Done just, by nine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm very boring. <laughs> Carrie's got a good distinct side to you know her cocktails versus mine, and then uh, with Justin too. So there, I think there's a little bit of everything on there for people. Justin, do you want to talk about the cocktail menu at all? And yeah, so this cocktail menu was a little bit more just straight liquor based okay. instead of going you know muddling tons of herbs and and different things of that aspect we try to stick a little bit more with just like a straightforward booze forward kind of drinks not like 20 ingredients in one drink right. it's, yeah it, less less mixer more of blending of actual liquors together to try to get the flavor files do you have any kind of favorite drinks on here that if someone came in you, you would just love to make or ones that you would recommend yeah i mean the the seasonal is actually from one of our bartenders that made it and he did a really good job with it and it's also kind of right kind of where we're in our wheelhouse of what we were trying to do as well and it's something that he'd had for a while and he just wanted to to do it and it has a like a barrel aged gin from vermont that's uh honey distilled out of like from a honey base from bee, bee honey that's awesome. And then, uh, and that's the you said that's called like the doctor's order. Doctor's order. Okay. And then that also has Domaine Canton ginger liqueur in it, and it's one of those things where everything kind of blends and meshes together, and it's a strong liquor forward drink, but you wouldn't know that from tasting it. Gotcha. And how long is that going to be on the menu for? Because I know those rotate. Yeah, it's probably about like it'll probably be rotating in the next week or so. Okay. Because we did that last month, so now. We're going into our next thing so we kind of go forward like with letting the bartenders maybe do the seasonal drink every month so whoever. do you know what it's going to be next by any chance we don't have it picked out yet <laughs> okay all right um would you mind making the doctor's orders then sure. and then we can try that out um i know i know we could do our wine flight too <laughs> or maybe carrie just wants a glass a glass of wine too <laughs> Um, so, so the, will the the seasonal drink will that be monthly? You think or? Yeah, it'll probably rotate once a month. Very cool. So this one will be a more Christmas, falls, oriented drink. So. Gotcha. And do you find people are coming in asking for specific things? Like, are they ordering a lot of rye whiskey, or are they ordering a lot of old fashions, or does it really depend? I mean, we, when I originally did the cocktail menu, it was like I was saying, very basic liquor blended drinks and then Carrie wanted to get some more a couple of the cocktails on there that have a lot more flavor so right we added the, the actually like the strawberry puree crush is uh the strawberry crush is one of like the bigger sellers that sounds really we good. sell a lot of it so it's mud that does have muddled blue uh muddled basil with uh strawberry puree in it and a uh, strawberry vodka simple syrup. nice the flamingo teeny sounds good too that's an homage to Hamden. Hamden, right, right. <laughs> and the I, flamingo up on the wall over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've been begging him for some mocktails because I, yeah. that's what I like to do. And honestly, though, the mocktail movement is pretty big, like mm -hmm. doing these kind of um, really good, like really good for you drinks. That's not a good technical term. But um, 
I was just at, I got to tour our house recently, and they have this whole section that's going to be all fresh juices and mocktails. Oh, wow. And so you might want to hang out there. Yeah, that's so <laughs> funny. I mean, we started out here wanting to do fresh juices for everything, and I think we do that for the most part, don't we? We do some, yeah. Yeah. It's all part of it. It's good sound effects. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, here we squeeze all of our... Justin, did you were you in the bar industry for a while before you came here? Yeah, I mean, I he was with us at Hux when we brought him oh, over okay. here. He started, he started at Alexander's. Yes. Oh, so you're keeping it in the fam. <laughs> yeah. yeah, with these guys. I mean, I've, I've worked at every one of their restaurants. I started at uh, Alexander's and then uh, I helped over at Poppy's when they needed some help over there, and then to Hux and then to here. Nice. Do you have a favorite restaurant? Here. Here? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I really like Hops too. I like the American theme of it and mm -hmm. um, stuff like that. And it's a really cool place. I guess it's a, this is probably a little, a little fancier as far as maybe clientele and. Yeah, but that also has its own perks over there too because it's a, it's a neighborhood bar. So it's like one of those places where you get to know everyone and. Right. It's not new face. You see a lot of the same faces every, every night or yeah. multiple times a week. Yeah, that's cool. Are these your kids? No, that's us. <gasps> that's that's you? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, you're so cute. My outfit was made by my grandmother. It was a green vest, <laughs> matching green pants. That's adorable. <laughs> How far apart? No, hey, Adrian, you guys are pretty close to me. You're green. green. I was pink. Four and a half years. So, how old are you here? My guess is seven, eight. Oh my gosh. And that might be like 1980. Yeah, it's so cute. I, it's funny, when I sat down, I figured it was just like, your kids are your kids. Right? Yeah, no, it's us. Awesome. That's awesome. It's actually the wicked sister. <laughs> Put that on there and didn't tell us. Now it's like a talking point. So with this drink, you had the barrel-aged Tomcat from Bar Hill, um, which they just make this, and they make their regular gin. Right. Um, Justin and I went up to Vermont and took a little road trip up there and visited Whistlepig, Bar Hill, and several distilleries and some breweries just to get a sense of it. And we, that's where we got to taste that. That's so fun. So this has that honey kind of tinge to it? So it's got the honey, a little bit of the sweetness from the honey, and then because it's barrel aged, it also has that oaky flavor to it as well. So you get a little bit of that. And so, I mean, you can do a lot of stuff with it. You can almost substitute that in for some like whiskeys. Well, we'll have to, um, I mean, this sounds really good, but people will have to come back to see what the new winter cocktail is going to yeah. be something Christmasy. Thank you for this. Sorry yeah, to make and, you work. You were like, and this one's still a little bit on the on the sweeter side because it has a honey simple syrup in it and with the Domaine Canton, so it doesn't kill you with the gin flavor. No, it's really nice. The honey is really really nice flavor in there. Yeah, it's not over like juniper or anything like that. All right, what else are we? Charlie, do you want to try a sip? Uh, sure. Sure, you've had a few. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Should make two, huh? And Justin, are you working like mostly weekends downstairs? If some, some people want to come in and I'm all I'm all over the place. All over the place. Yeah, every during the weekend manager. and during the okay. week, so I'm I'm here usually. Okay, cool, awesome. Cool. We're pouring a glass of wine for Carrie, just so everyone knows she's not left out. Lori's gonna be left out. That's okay. Well, maybe we can get some fresh squeezed juices for her. We have a team. No, I'm okay. We gotta get the mock mock And then for the for the wines and stuff, we, we tried to get a little bit away from like 
doing stuff that other people in the neighborhood were doing. So mm-hmm. like when I met with people, I picked out wines that I liked and that I tasted and liked, and then I'd see if they're carried anywhere else around here. Oh, that's smart. To try to make sure that we're not duplicating anything or just getting stuff that people Maybe like can't th- get. Maybe like 13.5, look there. For, yeah. yeah, that would make sense. Do you, oh, cheers. Thank, thank you guys so much. Oh, this thanks is for so coming much in. fun. Congrats on Wicked Sisters. Thank you. Yes.